This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh. Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah. Wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبد الله ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليمًا كثيرًا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد Always and forever we begin with the praise of Allah and we send our prayers of peace upon our Nabi Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم we testify with firmness and conviction that there is none that is worthy of worship but Allah Azza wa Jal. And that our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his worshipping slave and his final messenger. I remind myself in you of taqwa Allah, the awareness and the consciousness of Allah Azza wa Jal. That it is to love Allah and to fear Him and to hope in His mercy in equal measure. In whatever may befall us and whichever circumstance we find ourselves in, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who see the truth for what it is and bend and follow towards it, that we become of the ummah of sami'na, those who hear, wa'ata'na, and immediately obey. And we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to have the basira. The insight and sight of seeing what is false for what it truly is, so that we can make the consistent choice in our life to be distant from it with the tawfiq of Allah Azza wa Jal. It is an honor and a privilege to stand amongst my brothers, my sisters here today in the blessed masjid of Green Lane in the city of Birmingham, and I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends His light into my heart and yours, into my home and yours. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if He has restrained your rizq in the heavens, that it showers down upon you. And if it is beneath your feet and you're unable to witness it, that it is extracted without your effort. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you an opening from every hardship. And Allah seals upon you and I the doors that lead us off His path. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathers us in the shafa'ah of our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In Jannatul Khuld. It's been narrated from the Prophet. That word means that there is a weakness in the chain of narration according to some ulama. 
This is the narration of Amr ibn Shu'ayb from his father, from his grandfather, Abdullah, the son of Amr ibn al-As, radiyallahu anil sahabati ajma'in. That a man, a Bedouin, young man, came and complained to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad, my father has with aggression taken of my wealth without my permission and prior consent. The Prophet ﷺ simply responded and it's a sentence. And as I said, some of the ulama claim that there is issues with its sanad, although it's narrated by Imam Ahmad and Abu Dawood and others. This statement which is found in our books of sharia and our books of fiqh, that there are rules that have been built on it because the premise is correct even if the narration has itrab. The Prophet ﷺ, it is narrated, he responded, Anta wa maluka li abik. You and the wealth you possess return back to your father. Now I want you to understand this statement. There are rules and regulations of where we earn, where we spend, who we give, who we restrain, who we are responsible for. And I want you to understand that this statement is not a green light from the Prophet ﷺ that a person can take from their son, not just a person, that a father can take from their son without acknowledgement or condition or consent. But here the Prophet ﷺ wants you and I to learn a simple, profound, lifelong, socially constructed lesson that is meant to cure the ailing hearts. And that lesson is that you are responsible for others in life. As a man, you can never look upon the world you interact with with a selfish inward heart. Anta you and what you possess were not meant to belong and be withheld and saved and committed and restrained just for me. You can't pay zakah to your father. There is no sadaqah upon your mother. You cannot restrain your infaq from your wife and your children. Your wife can give you zakah, but it is not transferable in the other sense. Anta, you, and everything you possess is not just for you. We live in an age today of me, myself, and I alone. The mindset of Medina, Medina to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where the Prophet ﷺ would say that a house that has food in it tonight and their neighbor goes to bed hungry is a house that barakah has been restrained from it. A curse is upon it. A woman who is blessed by Allah in another narration of the Prophet ﷺ is the one who adds more water to soup so that her neighbor can have something to eat. I want you to understand that hadith. 
uh, soup is not like the soup, mashallah, that you and I have today. Soup at the time of the Nabi was even then a luxury. Aisha radiallahu anha fil sahih. She says that there will be Jumu'at, Jumu'ah after Jumu'ah, and times, months, where light, fire, would not be kindled in the house of the Nabi Wasallam to cook. We didn't even have the soup. We had al-aswadan, we had the two dark things, muddy water and dates. Abdullah, you are meant to live a life of service. You are meant, look at the words that Allah chooses for you. I'm speaking to the brothers today because the purpose of khutbah al-jumu'ah is the khitab. It is for those who it's wajib upon them to be here. It's incidental our sisters are here. My discussion is with you. Abdullah, look at the words Allah uses to describe you in the Qur'an. The wife of our Nabi Ibrahim, when the angels in the form of men, they come and they speak to her, she said, وَهَذَا بَعْلِي shaykha." This man, old gentleman, Ibrahim alayhi salam, ba'li, the word ba'l, it means the, the waterfall of my nourishment, the spring of my success and strength, the one who I rely upon in the most absolute sense. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala restrains your duty as it relates to birrul walidain in two particular interesting ways. You know, we always speak about birrul walidain. The concept of birr, the word birr, in the language sense, it means to find something occurring that is not natural to occur. Most human beings do not have a natural inclination to be good to their parents. That's why Allah reminds, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ 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 إِحْسَانًا It's unnatural. لَيْسَ الْبِرُّ Birr, it's not just simply actions. And تُوَلُّوا وُجُوهَكُمْ قِبَلَ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ وَلَكِنَّ الْبِرَّ مَنْ آمَنْ It is that you believe. You believe that what I give, Allah is the one who provided. One of the trustees of our Turkish masjid back home in my city in Perth, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send light upon his grave, he passed away. He was a man who used to love to dress sharply. Ghafar Allahu Hajj Hussein. He used to love to polish his shoes, to organize them, to take ihsan in his physique, in his attire. When he passed away, we went to his home. So many people that we were sitting in the streets and in the garage. And as I was sitting in the garage and the microphone was handed to me, across from me there was his shoe rack. He had a book bookcase of shoes, different colors on different shelves, the black and then the brown and then the yellows and the blues. He had his cleaning kit that he would use for it. And as I sat there, I remembered the hadith of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That there will be three things you go to your graveyard with, and only one will stay with you, the rest are returned and divided by others. 
As I sat there and looked at those shoes, the thought that came to me, who would wear them today? Who owned them in reality? What do you actually own, Ya Abdullah, that you are so holding on to, fighting over, committed to, restraining, unwilling to share and give? I commented to the brothers as we were sitting upstairs, one of uh, the brothers who gave the announcement, he began his sadaqah drive with the hadith. He said, save yourself from hellfire with what? Even a, a date. Subhanallah. The brother was very direct. What do you possess? And who is it for? Allah tells us in the Quran, Birrul Walidain. The word Walidain, the first concept of it is Wilada, that your mom gave birth to you. So when Allah says, His mother carried him. Allah ignores the father. Your attention, your visitation, your affection, your phone calls, your love, your smile, your adoration for your mother. But when Allah speaks about the birr, when it relates to the father, Allah uses a different word, not walidain, abawain. Ab is father. And only when Allah speaks about al-ab or al-abawain, it's with financial implications. You and I need to understand that what is upon our shoulders is not just your home. The Prophet ﷺ said that nearing the end of time, that one man, a true man, a real rajul, because there's a difference between rajul and dhakar, a man and a male. Even now, society, they even have a problem with the concept of male. Rajul and dhakar. Rajul is the one who's committed to the context of the word of Allah Azza wa Jal. To the establishment of the process and the sunnah of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Lirrijal. They have these shim, shima and qualities. Rijalun sadaqu, truthful. Truthful to their families. Ma'ahadullah alayhi. Truthful in their purpose, in their driven experience of life. Rijalun la tulhihim tijara. Men, true men, are not distracted by the pursuit of their tijara and labor and earning. Rijalun. Are standing in attention in the fulfillment of the needs of the Nisa. My mother, I want you, my dear brother, as you get to an age where Balagta Rushd, you've begun to understand and you are capable of standing on your two feet. As, a, as a, I say to you now, as a, an adult man, my son, MashaAllah, may Allah give him good life and a long life. 14 years old. He's coming to the point in his life where under the laws of our deen, I am no longer responsible for his maintenance. If I do it, it's out of generosity. 
Once you reach a Abdullah, 16, 17, 18 years old, man, a man, in our deen, your father, your mother, your brothers, your aunts, your uncles are not responsible for feeding you, clothing you, sheltering you. That is different to our women. I have my eldest, my daughter, from the moment she's born, and Allah give her a long life until the time she returns to Allah Azza wa Jal, she will be in my custody, in the custody inshaAllah of a righteous man as her husband. If there is reason for her to return, she will come to me or her uncle or her brother or her grandfather. There is somebody who is there striving to give. So she does not need to maintain herself. You are meant to swim and not sink. When there are 50 on your shoulder. Subhanallah. The Prophet ﷺ said, Near the end of time, therefore every 50 women, Qayyim, one man standing at attention. Today, we forget the essence of the Sunnah of the Nabi ﷺ through distraction. Illa man rahim Allah. Prepare yourself, my dear brother. Because the times that come are usually tougher than the times that lived. Usually when you look through the history of humanity, tough times make tough men. Tough men provide for a generation of men who become soft. Soft men cause turmoil in society because they are not rigid and able to withstand and show patience and sabr. And those tough times will return back to building, inshaAllah, tough men. We live in that dip in the cycle where we have become weak. Our minds are weak. Our hearts are weak. Our pursuit of striving for a life of service to others is weak. Our consumption is great. And our charities are limited. I end the first khutbah before Jilsatul Istiraha with the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that men are found Men, when you want to find them, sisters, if you listen, the men you want to find are those who vacate, who are regular and habitual in the houses of Allah, not living and sitting in it, seeking to purify themselves. They recognize there are things missing. If you're sitting with me, my dear brother, today, and there's education in your life that you did not complete. You're a young man, you didn't finish your university. Tatahar, purify. Erase, go back. Night school, online, day school, part-time, full-time. If there is a gap in your employment history, in your experience, fill it. Put attention to it. Gather upon it strength that may Allah use you to fill the gaps and needs of others. 
May Allah make us as the Prophet ﷺ said, خيركم, The best of you in the sight of God, the best of you in the hearts of men, للناس, are those who are most benefiting and supportive of others. الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعد محمد بن عبد الله عليه أفضل الصلاة وأتم التسليم اللهم صل وسلم وزد وبارك على عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم In conclusion my dear brothers I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring relief to those who are outside in the sun and I shorten on account of them I just noticed them subhanallah I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relieves us from the torment and the heat of Jahannam May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill your homes and your hearts with the desire to please Him before others. May Allah make our love for Allah greater than the love of the dunya. May Allah make our love and association to the sunnah more than what we show in life but is rooted in our heart. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our privacy better than our public life. May Allah forgive us what He knows of us that others are unaware. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala support you and your masjid and your community and assist you to uplift the community here in Birmingham and the Muslim ummah, Allahumma ameen. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads our hearts to that which is pleasing to him and prevents us from all the pathways that lead to the shaitan. Yaqulu nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our nabiyyu sallallahu sallam says when he's asked a simple question, Tell me something about Islam that I need not ask anyone after you, O Messenger of Allah. He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, say proudly, Rabbi Allah. The one who is my Lord is Allah. The Rububiyyah of Allah details that He becomes your master. We begin Surah Al Fatiha. Where we ask, Ihdina as-sirat al-mustaqim. Oh Allah, guide us to the straight path. By the end of the Quran, the straight path has become clear to you in the first three verses of that surah. Qul a'udhu bi rabbin nas. You've made Allah the Lord of you as a human being. Malikin nas. He's the king of my life. The lawgiver in my life. The hakam in my life. The judge in my life. The one who I fear in my life. Malikin nas. Ilahin nas. The only one I give deference and love and fear and hope out of worship for him. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to say, Rabbi Allah. Our Lord is Allah with our tongue. But that it shows in our actions, in our commitment, in our fearlessness. That we don't fear poverty, that we don't fear ignorance, that we don't fear that in our life we will be led astray as long as we hold on to each other in the pursuit of truth. Thummastaqim, then live upon that straight path. That sirat ya Abdullah, the word as-sirat in the Arabi, in the language, it means so many things. It means wide. A sirat is something wide. It, 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 feel, it has room for you. Nobody's going to push you off the sirat. It's you who walks off it. It's you who takes that right or left turn. Nobody is there to prevent you except the shaitan who Allah gave you the tools to overcome. The sirat is exclusive. Nobody knows it except the one who seeks it. 
There are so many people who want an upright life, but looking for red pills in foreign places that have nothing to do with the sunnah and the deen of our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The sirat is exclusive to our Nabi in the islam Take pride in your religion. Take pride in your Nabi. Raditu billahi rabba wa bil islami deena wa bi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam nabiyan wa rasoola. The sirat is the shortest between A and B. There's no right and meanderings and loop back around and I got lost and it cuts through. The sirat is only accessed with the permission of the one who clears the way for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the command and the sunnah of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I pray that Allah leads you and I to a sirat al-mustaqeem and uprights us in our existence, Allahumma ameen. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places barakah in the projects of Masjid Green Lane Masjid here in Birmingham, Ya Rabb. That Allah fulfills for them the pursuit of continuing and expanding and leading not just in structure but in the human resources they develop, Allahumma ameen. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows your sadaqah to reach the place you intend and that Allah assists those who collect our zakah to fulfill the amana. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects our women and our daughters and our sisters and our mothers and wives from the vulgarity that is targeting them. Allahumma ameen. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes our hearts as men steadfast in love and compassion for those who brought us into this world and we are accountable in their support. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uprights the ummah of our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That Allah returns us to his way so that we can be returned to the glory of past. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives you and I of all mistakes and sins. Wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa aqimis salah wa sallillahumma ala nabiyyina Muhammad. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.